0: Draft needs, potential trades, and more on this episode of Eagle Eye. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of Eagle Eye, the all-new team-centric show here at 24-7 Sports, all about the Philadelphia Eagles on Facebook Live. I'm your host, Kevin Boylard. In a moment, we'll be joined by Jeff Kerr of the Philadelphia Eagles on 24-7 Sports to talk everything Eagles draft. We're gonna be talking about the biggest needs, some potential trades, and also Peterson's speech that he gave to the team last week and what that means moving forward for these Eagles. All right, let's get to the to the poll right now and welcome in Jeff Kerr of the Philadelphia Eagles on 24-7 Sports. Jeff, how's it going today? Evan, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going just fine. So, in the poll we have below, right there, coming up, is all about the Eagles' needs. Eagles' biggest draft needs. We want you to decide. You've got four options right now. They are tight end, linebacker, running back, and defensive back. If you think it's tight end, hit that heart button. Linebacker is the wow face, running back is the ha-ha laughing emoji, and defensive back is the mad angry emoji. Now that we've got Jeff here, Jeff, where do you think the fans will stand on this one? What do they want the Eagles to draft?
1: You know what? To be honest, Kevin, I honestly think they're torn right now because the Eagles don't have that many pressing needs. You are going to see some fans say, we need a linebacker because we're not sure of the future of Jordan Hicks or Michael Kendricks. You're going to say some need a running back because you're not sure if J.H.I. is going to be back after the 2018 season. He's going to be a free agent. Tight end, everybody knows Zach Ertz is one of the best in the game, but who do they really have behind him? Richard Rodgers? Sure, he can be a number two. Billy Brown's an unknown. And defensive back, you lost Patrick Robinson. So not exactly a cornerback, but potentially a slot cornerback, like a Mike Hughes, like a Jair Alexander. Those are two players that really could intrigue um, Eagles fans at number 32. So we'll see.
0: Yes, we will see. Right now, tight end is in the lead with 37 votes. There are 20 fans who want to see a linebacker as the Eagles' biggest need. Running back and defensive back are bringing up the rear. 17 votes for defensive back and 12 for running back. So make sure you're getting your vote in the poll below. There are your four options. We're going to talk a little bit more about these needs and all the other things to do with the uh, draft, including potential trades momentarily. I see Jose in the comment section is trying to jump us and say, I say trade the pick. We'll get Jeff's thoughts on that in in a minute. Terrence Hopkins says linebacker depth. So we'll talk about that. Deontay says, will the Eagles pick up Dez Bryant? So maybe, I didn't see wide receiver on the list of Eagles needs. Maybe you can answer that really quick before we jump into the, some of these draft needs. Yeah,
1: Kevin, um, I wouldn't be opposed to them taking a wide receiver at number 32. And the best part about this draft is, teams are so needy for quarterbacks, teams are so needy for defensive linemen, something the Eagles do not need. So that's going to make a DJ Moore, a Courtin Sutton, two guys the Eagles looked at extensively, ball late in the first round, maybe even slip out of the first round. That's where the Eagles benefit, especially for a guy like Cortland Sutton. I'd love to see him in Midnight Green. Same with DJ Moore. I am all for adding uh, more receivers for Carson Wentz. That has always been the Eagles' goal since day one. You could even add uh, a Christian Kirk to that mix. I would love to see that for the Eagles at number 32.
0: But is that a no to Des Bryant?
1: I'm not going to say Dez Bryant should not be a Philadelphia Eagle. Um, I think this is a guy that really struggled when you had the likes of Brandon Weeden and Dak Prescott, two um, average quarterbacks at best, throwing him the football. You saw what he did with an elite quarterback like Tony Romo. Let's get Carson Wentz and Nick Foles throwing him the football in a reduced role. And for Dez, as Patrick Walker said of, of Cowboys on 24-7 Sports last week, it's not about the money. Well, the Eagles all of a sudden have $8 million in salary cap space to play with. I say, if they want to bring him in, I don't care about his attitude. That is a winning attitude. If he falls into the culture of what the Eagles are trying to do, bring him in and go get another Super Bowl.
0: Well, that's not a bad point. Let's talk about some other pass catchers, specifically tight end, since it's leading the poll. But we have some commenters in here. Mariano says, Ertz, Selick... Why tight end? Well, Brent Selleck was released after the season. He doesn't have any plans to retire, so I guess there's a possibility of him coming back to the Eagles. But they lost Trey Burton, who was famous for his throw in the Philly special in the Super Bowl. Uh, But they lost him. He signed with the Chicago Bears. So how vital is it for the Eagles to find a backup tight end for Zach Ertz in this year's draft if newly acquired Richard Rodgers is not the guy?
1: I think it's very important, and you can get that number two pass-catching tight end in in this draft. Dallas Goder, Mike Kosicki are the two guys I'm looking at more than anybody. Hayden Hurst is another one, the former baseball player, who was probably the best tight end in this draft. I think getting a number two tight end is vital for the Eagles, especially for a team that runs 12 personnel as much as they did. You saw what they were able to do with Trey Burton. They lined him up as an H-back at times. Uh, They could line him up in the slot. That's something that Dallas Goder really um, is good in, you know, lining up in the slot and catching passes. I would like to see a guy like him in this offense. Uh, yeah, if Richard Rodgers can't get the job done, they're going to need someone to fill in that role. Billy Brown is an unknown. Josh Perkins and Adam Zaruba, you ain't relying on them. So you have to go with a tight end at some point in this draft. You could go with a Durham Spike later in the draft. He's not exactly your prototypical pass-catching tight end, but he's a very good blocking tight end, another uh, factor the Eagles need there. So there are a lot of players that intrigue me, but you may not have to get them at 32. You may be able to trade down, get more picks, and then go draft that tight end.
0: Chad in the comments says, Jeff is right. We could steal a great running back at 32. Just watch. So if tight end isn't the move, you mentioned some tight ends you could get later in the draft. Maybe a running back would be the way to go at number 32, and there's some decent ones to be had there. And when you consider the turnover the Eagles have faced on the offensive side of the ball in terms of their coaching staff, I mean, Frank Reich is now the head coach of the Colts, and they lost quarterbacks coach John DeFilippo to the Minnesota Vikings. So how can a top running back prospect help Philly's new offensive coaching staff hit the ground running?
1: Well, Kevin, that's easy.
0: Deuce, Deuce, Deuce,
1: Deuce Staley. Deuce Staley is still here. He was promoted to assistant head coach. Here are some fun facts about Deuce Staley, not too many people know about outside of Philadelphia. The Eagles are number three in rushing yards since Deuce Staley became the team's running back coach in 2013. They're fourth in touchdowns. They're second in yards per carry. You add a Darius Geis, a Sony Michelle uh, to that mix, you're just going to add on to the stats. You have Jay Ajayi. You have Corey Clement. Get another running back in that running back by committee and just let loose. The Eagles like to run a balanced offensive attack. Doug Pearson has done that in the past, and Deuce Staley has been known to groom one running backs. Look what Jay Ajayi did the moment he came to Philadelphia when he went behind that massive Eagles offensive line. A lot of that had to do with Deuce Staley handling him and McGarrett Blunt the way that he did, telling them they are both number one running backs. That's what he would do with this course. So I'm all for getting a running back at 32 if that's the best player available.
0: This offseason, the Eagles promoted Deuce Staley to assistant head coach, and he's still coaching the running backs. So I think they feel the same way that you do. He plays a very large role with the running game, and he should make things easier for Mike Groh, who was promoted from wide receivers coach to offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, Press Taylor, who takes over for DeFilippo. Okay, I see some people in the comment section who are agreeing with you as running backs. Jared says the Eagles should go get Bo Scarborough in one of the later rounds. I know there's some other guys you like earlier on. Maybe we'll get a chance to talk about them. But I want to flip the script and talk about defense real quick because we have some people in the comment section who are asking relevant news questions. Michael says, after releasing Worley, isn't there a pressing need for us to get another defensive back or two? I was a little surprised to see linebacker and defensive back as a couple of the top needs for the Eagles this year. Can you explain this to us? Yeah, I don't want to say there's a pressing need to get a defensive back because really Darryl Worley, he
1: was more of going to be the number three safety for this team, playing that role that Corey Graham had last year as a hybrid defensive back, a hybrid safety, uh, getting those snaps there. Now you need a guy behind Malcolm Jenkins and Ronnie McLeod. You do not have that right now. So You're going to have to find a a player that can do that, maybe a Justin Reed. Um, you know, I don't think a Jair Alexander or Mike Hughes can do that role. I think they're more for the slot. But maybe that guy's eventually going to be Jalen Mills, and then you draft the slot cornerback instead of putting Mills in the slot. Well, I don't want to say there's a pressing need. The Eagles have a lot of depth at cornerback, regardless of where they had Daryl Worley or not. I'm not even sure if Daryl Worley was going to make the roster with how quick the Eagles got rid of him. So I don't want to say that's a pressing need, but I feel that. They could add another defensive back in there. They definitely need a number three safety behind Malcolm Jenkins and Ronnie McCloud, And there might be a guy on the roster that could do that now in Trey Sullivan, the hard-hitting uh, safety out of Shepherd, who really tore it up in the preseason. But Eagles were so deep last year, they could afford to cut Sullivan and put him on the 53-man roster. So it might be him as well.
0: Continue to get your questions in for Jeff in the comments section below. I'm reading them as this broadcast goes on and getting as many of them as possible to Jeff. Later on, we'll open up the phone line so you'll have an opportunity to ask Jeff a question yourself. Jay Johnson says sign Eric Reed for the number three safety. He's a talented guy who's out there, but I want to know specifically which draft prospects in your mind can help the Eagles field the NFL's number one defense in 2018. They were a top five unit last year.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what, Mike Lanzer salivating over Jair Alexander from Louisville. That, If the Eagles go defense, that's the guy I want. 17.7 opponents uh, pass range when targeting him. That is elite. I don't care if he only played 310 pass uh, snaps or not. That is elite for any defensive back. And Alexander played the majority of his role in the slot at Louisville. That would be a guy I would be really enticed for the Eagles to get. He could be that Patrick Robinson replacement. I know a couple of people have argued with me on this already. Why would you draft a slot cornerback in the first round? It's not that prevalent. What are you talking about? Of course it's prevalent. Did you see what Patrick Robinson did in his defense last year? Eighty percent of the Eagles' defensive snaps are with five defensive backs. That's nickel or dime package. So a slot cornerback is absolutely prevalent. If you don't think Jalen Mills can get the job done there, or if you want to bring in some young competition, get Jair Alexander. You will not be disappointed.
0: Corinthia in the comments brings something up, a storyline that I've seen I feel like for over a year now. She says if the birds trade Kendricks, Michael Kendrick's the linebacker, they need to get a versatile linebacker getting a little thin. Are the Eagles going to trade Kendricks? And if they do, I think it'll make a little more sense why linebacker is one of their biggest needs. The thing is, Kevin, I I'm so torn on this because I feel like this has been something we've been talking about, not this
1: all season last offseason or the offseason prior. This has been going on for four years now. And Michael Kendricks still finds a way to stay on this roster and be productive. Michael Kendricks had a great year last year. But let's not deny the fact that the Eagles saved $4.4 $4 million in salary cap space if they get rid of him. And really, this is going to be your linebacking situation. You're going to have Jordan Hicks in the middle. You're going to have Nigel Bradham, who you just signed to a five-year, $40 million deal. If you go find defensive backs, that's only two linebackers. So, are you going to pay Michael Kendricks $7.6 million to play 30% of the snaps next year? God, I hope not. I, I really don't. Uh, you know, I, I don't think you're doing Kendricks a favor by keeping him on the bench there unless you feel Jordan Hicks is going to get hurt again. So I'm not opposed to training Michael Kendricks, but you better make sure you're going to get a good draft pick for him, not a fifth-round draft pick. That has to be at least a day-two pick, maybe package in another draft pick with Michael Kendricks for that, but – I'm not trading him if you're not going to get good compensation for him, especially with the draft this week.
0: It's funny you mentioned a day-two pick because right now the Eagles don't have one. Jose earlier in the comments says, I say trade the pick, talking about the first-round pick. The Eagles picked 32nd, but they have no second-rounder and no third-rounder. That second-rounder belongs to the Browns as part of the trade that ultimately yielded Carson Wentz. And the Bills have their third-rounder after the trade that went uh, for Ronald Darby last year. The Bills also got Jordan Matthews. However, the Eagles picked twice in the fourth and then once each in the fifth sixth, and seventh for a total of six draft picks. Should the Eagles trade that first round pick and get more picks?
1: I'm going to play the safe and conservative answer on this, and let's see how the draft board plays out. Let's see how desperate um, these quarterback needy teams are to think that Mason Rudolph or, you know, Lamar Jackson or whoever is the second coming of whoever is the next great uh, quarterback in the NFL, maybe Carson Wentz for all we know. But yeah, if, if here's the thing. I don't think the Eagles should trade down from 32 unless there's like 12 or 14 players they like on their board that they feel they can get at 35 or 36. That way you can trade down, get a high fourth-round pick, then you have three fourth-round picks and a second-round pick. You trade two of those fours, get into the third. Eagles value day two picks so much. That's a way they could do it. That way you have a high second-round pick. You can go get your guy. You don't have to pay that fifth year option to him. It's a lot cheaper toward the salary cap. You have your day three pick. You can go get, um, you know, maybe a slot cornerback like I'm a, some Like, you know, I'm just going to throw out names here, but MJ Stewart or North Carolina, for example, that, that could be someone you could get in the third round. Again, there's so many possibilities with this, but I am convinced if Darius Geis or Sonny Michel is on that board at 32, I think you have to take them. Same with Leighton Vanderesh, but again, if you feel you can get them later in the draft and if teams really want that fifth year option that comes with the first round pick, this the draft, say a quarterback, then you do that as well. You get more picks.
0: Renee in the comments says, I think they trade only if they get a second and a third. Jeff was mentioning ways they can get a second and a high fourth. Second and a third would be tough to do, trading that 30-second overall pick. Is there any chance the Eagles trade up? We've talked about the opportunities they have to trade back in this year's draft, but what if there's a prospect they really like right in front of them?
1: I don't think they have any ammo to trade up unless they trade a player to trade up, say Michael Kendrick, say Ronald Darby. If they want to trade up to, you know, 25 or so. I think that's what it's going to have to be because I don't think uh, if I'm an opposing GM, I don't think you're going to give me the last pick of the fourth round for to move up like six or seven spots or even three. Yeah, uh, no, Howie, that's not going to work. I know you fleece everybody else. You're still fleecing the Cleveland Browns over the Carson Wentz trade here. So I don't think it, the Eagles are necessarily going to trade up. I mean, it's certainly a possibility. They have ammo to do that. Michael Kendrick, Trial Darby, but I mean, really, do they want to put themselves in that situation? I don't think you have to trade up in this draft. This isn't where the Eagles are at 14, 16, or 20. They're they're at 32. I think if they do trade, and again, I'm not the biggest fan of trading down, but this is the best situation for them if they want to acquire more picks. So, yeah, I don't see them trading up.
0: Richie in the comments section says, Chance of Foles being traded on draft day? If so, for what? The Eagles just signed him to a new contract.
1: You know, I think when the Eagles signed him to that contract, I think that lessened the blow of them trying to trade him. I think they wanted to reward the Super Bowl MVP with a contract with a lot of incentives. And could teams still be enticed to draft Nick Foles? I mean, to trade for Nick Foles? Absolutely. But, again, they're going to wait to see how the draft board play out. If the Buffalo Bills can't get their guy, if, you know, maybe the New Orleans Saints can't get their guy, maybe they trade for him to be the future to Drew Brees. But, again, I'm just – spitting out names here, but I mean, the quarterback market has kind of dried up. I mean, Cleveland, teams like the Cleveland Browns have made it clear. They want, they, th- they feel Tyrod Taylor was a better option than Nick Foles. Teams like the Arizona Cardinals made it clear. They think Sam Bradford is better than Nick Foles. God knows why they think that way, but again, these are teams that are historically losing franchises. So, I mean, again, my whole motto is if you actually want to win, you better trade for Nick Foles. Teams obviously don't want to do that. So, again, Let the Eagles have two really good quarterbacks. Come visit me in August if I'm Hallie Roseman, and maybe he can get a first-round pick for a guy who deserves to be traded for a first-round
0: pick. You've made your point loud and clear, Jeff. And those two quarterbacks, Carson Wentz and Nick Foles, were key to the Eagles winning a Super Bowl last year. Recently, Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, gave his first speech to the Eagles team, the 2018 Eagles team. Here's a look, and then we'll get Jeff's reaction. We're starting this season over. Starting from ground zero, day one. Sacrifice, man. The season's gonna be here before you know it. Every team is talented. What are you willing to give up? If you want to hold that trophy again and not be that one and done team, now's the time to put in the work. Get better today. The new norm, remember we talked about that at the end of the year, guess what? The new normal starts today. The new normal starts today. You heard uh, Coach Peterson say it. Now we're going to get Jeff's reaction. Jeff, what kind of environment are Phillies draft picks going to be walking into?
1: Um, it's called emotional intelligence, Kevin. That's what Doug Peterson has been preaching. That's what the Eagles looked for when they hired Doug Peterson. A lot of people thought it was a controversial move, but it turned out to be the right one. And emotional intelligence is... Um, to basically put it in words, uh, you have to fit what the Eagles are trying to do. You have to fit their culture. Um, you see guys like Brandon Brooks taking less money. And I shouldn't say less money. I should say reworking his contract, betting on himself so his teammate, Nick Foles can get paid. That is emotional intelligence. That's what's coming into the Eagles' locker room. You have to be the right fit. That's why. Uh, you always have to have red flags with guys like Des Bryant. Uh, Daryl Worley you saw, the minute the his incident happened, gone. Eagles didn't want to deal with it. Same like Josh Huff last year. Eagles got rid of those types of players and brought in the Michael Bennett's, the, the Garrett Blunts, the Torrey Smiths. You see the guys are bringing in good locker room team guys that are respected. They want more Malcolm Jenkins, Carson Wentz type players on their team compared to these clubhouse cancers. So Eagles are going to do their homework extensively on these draft picks. And if they fit what Eagles are trying to do, they're in.
0: Of course, every draft prospect hopes to go first overall or as early as possible, but the Eagles are a pretty good landing spot there at number 32. If you're a draft prospect, why should you be hoping to be picked by Philly over every other team across the NFL?
1: What is your goal as a, football player, as a competitor, to win a championship. What team right now has the best chance to win a championship? The Philadelphia Eagles. Why would you not want to be a part of this? Yeah, okay, you're not going to be the transcendent franchise player like Carson Wentz. But if you're a receiver, you want Carson Wentz throwing you the ball. He's going to make you look good. If you're a running back, you want to be part of the Eagles running back by committee, running behind that offensive line. You're going to look good. Look, I went to Penn State. I love Saquon Barkley. But Saquon Barkley was just as good as his offensive line was. And his offensive line flat out sucked at Penn State for his entire three years there. Darius Guy, Sonny Michelle isn't going to have that problem they get drafted in Philadelphia. They're going to be running behind Jason Pierce, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson, Stefan Wisniewski. That is a fat Five you do not want to deal with. So if you're a running back, you want to come here. If you're a defensive player. You want to play for Jim Schwartz. You want to play for a top-five defense. Eagles have no holes, and it's healthy competition. If you buy into what the Eagles are selling, you're going to be a good player here, and the fans are going to love you.
0: Stefan in the comments section, says Jeff brings the hype. Hey, all we do is Skype him in and let him bring it for us. Awesome stuff, Jeff. All right, on that note... It's your turn, fans. We've already heard from a lot of you in the comment section, but now we want to hear your voices. Please call in. Ask Jeff anything. The phone number here is 615-422-5240, and those phone lines are officially open. So please, let's get them buzzing, and let's challenge Jeff. Give him some hard questions. I did my best, and uh, he, he shut me down, man. Everything I threw at him, he, he knocked it out of the park. All right, so I'm going to, while I'm waiting for this phone to ring, jump back into the comment section here and try to get Jeff's reaction to some of these comments quickly while we wait for the phone to ring. Okay, Shelly says, Foles or Wentz? I guess if you had to pick someone to start week one, who would it be? Carson Wentz.
1: Um, look, I am the biggest Nick Foles trooper on the planet. I have been the guy since they signed Foles last March, saying if Carson Wentz ever got hurt, the Eagles wouldn't miss a D. I said when Carson Wentz tore his ACL in December, the Eagles can still win the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. But come on, Carson Wentz
0: is the better player. Uh, I think you're right. we got a phone call right here if you're ready, Jeff. we got you on the line. You're on the air right now. Eagle Eye, welcome. What's your name and what's your question for Jeff? Hey, Jeff. uh, My name is Alex. I've been watching your show for at least the past year now. Um, Really, my question is, what about the offensive line? I know you're a big fan of Jason Peters. I am too. I think everybody is. But after Jason Peters eventually moves on, Do you think Vitai is the answer, or do you think maybe we should go for somebody in the later rounds of this draft? What do you think, Jeff? Vitai finished the season very strong. Is he the guy for the Eagles at left tackle?
1: I'll tell you what, Alex. I love this question. Um, I would not be opposed to the Eagles drafting one in the first round, to be honest with you. There's going to be players there. Uh, Connor Williams from Texas I really like. I think that would be a guy that you can groom. And that's the thing. The Eagles don't need an offensive lineman to start day one. But you're absolutely right. You know, Jason Pierce is no spring chicken. He's 36 years old. I know we've talked before, maybe he, he'll play till he's 40. But, I mean, seriously, you got to think about the future here. Wisniewski's under contract. Kelsey's under contract. Brooks is under contract. Johnson's under contract for a while. But left tackle, I think how Pal- Luthi Vitae can get the job done um, for Jason Pierce. We saw what he did in that uh, 10 11 game sample size, including the playoffs. He can be the future at left tackle, but. I feel if you can get someone better in this draft. I think you owe it to yourself to get a player like Connor Williams and make Hal by Vitae that valuable backup tackle. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, I always liked King Dunlap doing that for years, and he actually became a Pro Bowl player with the San Diego Chargers later down the line. There's nothing wrong with drafting an offensive lineman in the first round.
0: All right, we've got another caller on the line. What's your name and what's your question for Jeff? Uh, my name is Trey, man. I've been watching Jeff for uh, a pretty good while now. Um, my biggest question is our wide receiver core this year. Um, do you think uh, Backpack will step up, and do you think Nelson Angler will have the same season that he did this year?
1: What do you think? I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what, Trey, man. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I think Mac Hollins is going to be fine. Uh, I, I love the Backpack Kid dance. I want to see a lot more of that. Uh, I want to see a lot more touchdowns this year. You know, the thing is with Mac Hollins, I think the Eagles – I thought for sure they were going to play him a lot more in the second half of the year, but I think Tory Smith and his veteran leadership kind of outruled him. But I think the Eagles are prepared to give him a larger role this year. And we are going to see the jump he makes from year one to year two in these OTAs, in these mini camps, because Ashton Jeffrey ain't going to be around. Uh, he's got that um, rotator cuff surgery he's uh, preparing from. So you're going to see a lot more Mac Hollins. I think you're going to see the Eagles try to put Nelson Aguilar on the outside a bit. I'd rather them not do that. I'd rather see. Matt Collins and Sheldon Gibson kind of play. Um, Matt Collins a little bit more of the X, Sheldon Gibson uh, a little bit more of the Z, and then you kind of have you know Nelson Aguilar stay in the slot there and you know do his thing. I think Nelson Aguilar would be a great fit for the slot, but I wouldn't be opposed to adding another wide receiver either. Again, let's get some healthy competition in here. Let's just not hand the job to Matt Collins and Matt Collins gets that job, great. But you know if you have a chance to get Portland Sutton. Christian Kirk,
0: I'm all for that as well. Yeah, Aguilar really blossomed last year once they threw him into the slot. So I think it would be wise to keep him there and not throw him back on the outside where he struggled earlier in his career. We have one more comment or one more question here, and it comes to us from the comment section, and it's from Raymond. Any word on Michael Bennett? What's the latest on his situation off the field?
1: Well, um, to be honest, he had a court date today, Um, April twenty third. He for his, um, you know, his in- indictment, and I haven't heard anything yet out of uh, Michael Bennett. What's going on today? Um, I thought that was scheduled for one o'clock. Haven't heard anything as of yet. But um, in terms of him getting suspended or anything like that, I don't know. I think this is this is kind of like the Nigel Bradham case. This is really this is really a confusing situation uh, for them right now. It, it just we need to find out more facts on on this thing. It just seems like. Houston Police Chief uh, Art Aceveo was way out of line uh, with his comments toward Bennett, you know, calling him morally bankrupt. I think that was a little out of line. I, I think we need a little more information on that, and hopefully we get it.
0: I don't think anyone is opposed to more information. In fact, I think maybe that's something we should practice on more things finding out all the facts before we jump to the conclusions. All right, Jeff, I think that about wraps things up for the phone calls, but we want your final take on the poll, here are the numbers. Eagles' biggest draft need. Right now, tight end is the winner with 59 votes. 41 came in for linebacker, 24 for running back, and 21 for defensive back. So it sounds like he did sway a few people into wanting that running back, maybe Darius Geis or someone like that. So your final take on the Eagles' biggest draft need and the way this poll turned out.
1: Um, You know what, Kevin? This is the best part about being Super Bowl champions and having 19 to 22 starters locked up for uh, 2018 and beyond, yeah, um, you really don't need that much. Um, They're deep at a lot of positions. Um, I would like to see them get a number two tight end, but I also like Richard Rodgers in that role as well. Um, I think when Richard Rodgers played, you saw how productive he was with Aaron Rodgers. People seem to forget, this is the guy who caught Aaron Rodgers' Hail Mary pass in Detroit on Thursday Night Football two years ago. The guy's got ups. He's played H-back. He can throw a football or two. I doubt the Philly special is going to be called anytime soon, at least in 2018. But, I mean, if the Eagles are content with uh, Zach Ertz, Richard Rodgers, and Billy Brown, I'm fine with that. Uh, but if Mike Kosicki's on the board as a Penn State homer, I'd love to see that happen. Although, Mike Kosicki needs a lot of work walking. Eden Hurst, I would like to. Running back, give me Darius Geis. Give me Sony Michelle. Uh, give me Naeem Hines on NC State. And let's go win another Super Bowl, baby.
0: Jeff, I think you speak for all Eagles fans when you say that. We know you're a very busy man, so we're going to let you go so you can get back to that Eagles coverage, which never stops. He's Jeff Kerr. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Always a pleasure. All right. So we're going to wrap up the show here. Big shout out to Jeff Kerr. Awesome stuff. Great analysis and always entertaining. Do you guys just think that the content on the Philadelphia Eagles page just appears there? No, Jeff Kerr is working tirelessly, making sure you guys have the latest news engagements, memes, videos, everything to do with the Philadelphia Eagles. So support him and make sure you're liking the page and following him on Twitter, at Jeff Kerr 247 You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook if you'd like to, just search my name, shoot me a DM, I'll answer, we can chat football, and we're gonna be doing all sorts of live shows. If you're not a fan of the Eagles, you're a fan of some other team, you can join us. We'll be doing live shows on the Bears and the Giants tomorrow, And but, if you're just an Eagles fan, don't worry because Eagle Eye will be back next week. All right. Big shout out to everyone. Big thanks to Jeff Kerr, to AA Ron, and Mike the producer here in studio. I'm Kevin Boyler. Make sure you're keeping it locked to 24 7 Sports where we're talking your team all the time. <laughs>